0: Power Canadian lifters. Pure passion, real results, what you put in your body should matter. Pure Vita Labs PVL supplements are clean, tested, and approved, powering athletes for over 25 years. They also power the KOTL Podcast. You could trust PVL. Use code KOTL15 for partnership pricing at PVL.com. Now let's get back to the show. Now I, I had mentioned in the group chat that this was full video now on Spotify. My man's came in shirtless and coming in hot right off the bat. Setting the tone. And my man Andy knows all about those ratings. And I appreciate that shit. No, I,
1: I never wear a shirt. I have to stay consistent. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> There's that clip where
0: we're all talking and you just like decided I'm gonna disrobe right fucking now.
2: And I'd like
0: bust out a nipple if that helps. <laughs> Dog, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Arian, please timestamp these. We we need we need the video. It's the sound bites. No. It's Don't worry, I won't take my shirt off. <laughs> yeah, keep you keep your shirt on, doggy. There's there's a threshold on this thing. Um, how are you feeling, Andy? Are you you are you sick? How's the body?
1: Uh, I'm good. Uh, I was pretty tired, like uh, Monday, Tuesday, but uh, John and I didn't sleep much during the week. Yeah. There, uh, just goes like a hotel room, different time zones and water cutting and nerves from competing, all that stuff. But I feel pretty good. Uh, other than like tearing a callus, that's the only uh, injury so far. So,
0: How bad so. was this water cut? Because John like returned to 90 kilo, but he was never, were you like 92.7 when you're a 100 kilo guy? Like you weren't huge, right? But did you put on mass since last time?
2: Uh, he, uh, it wasn't like that bad of a cut. So I, just, I weighed in at 250, or I weighed, walked around like 215 this prep. And then uh, um, the water, like, low didn't go the best, or like the, the water, like, just like peeing out didn't go as, as well as like in the past. But um, I think that was just because, like, a lot of like work stress and stuff. Yeah. So it kind of made like water loading a little bit more difficult. But then the the sauna was actually probably like the easiest time I've had saunaing.
0: Dude, the Since. sauna such a terrible procedure, but you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. yeah, when when you were ninety two point seven, and this was so you cut for that too, just to increase like the uh, dots points, right?
2: Uh, so I was originally going to go down to ninety and then honestly like so I, I was sounding like by myself at that point like andy wasn't competing that that time so he flew in later and i was just in the sauna like man this sucks like why am i doing this i don't have anything like i, I don't I, at the time i didn't have any like goals really it was yeah. kind of like i just want to like win this meet and so i texted Garrett. i was like hey if i win, like if i don't make weight like can i still win the money and he said yeah so i was like all right like fuck this i'm <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that like i couldn't it was just i didn't want to yeah. <laughs> and, that's uh, honest
1: man well yeah. also also at that point john could be like five times in a year yeah. right so
2: it was bad. You know, like uh i don't know if like you guys like cut to make weight but you know uh like, the first couple sessions of like 15 20 minutes they're not like too bad but like once you get up to like you're like six plus sessions it's really hard to like mentally stay in the sauna like everything's telling you like hey get the fuck out of here yeah you are not supposed to be this hot as a human being and and you have to like kind of like remind yourself like why i'm doing it and at the time i just i didn't have that why so it was like uh i'm I'm just gonna just gonna do my thing and and lift (laughs) it Not, you're like trying at
0: to You're like not to be an ass. It probably doesn't matter. Um, I could bring. <laughs>
2: you like yeah, a, that from, that, yeah, that's that's like, the
0: thing too, where you know it gets to be to a point. You're like I could. Pro- I probably don't need to do this to win this thing. Yeah. I don't. And technically,
2: for like three minutes, I did hold the record in the 181. This one is and 220 class.
0: So this is why. Um, I don't know if you had already told me this, but I kind of remembered. You know, revisionist history. I thought maybe you had done this. On purpose to snag those records A weight class up But you were just like Man, well, you know Whatever Maybe those <laughs> records are in play <laughs> Yeah,
2: you're like sure. yeah, I mean, Afterwards, you're like Sure, sure That was the story
3: <laughs> That was my plan all along
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the same time Like my My total now At 90 kilos Is more than The 220 and the 242 record So
0: right. Yeah <laughs> That's like, No, John, played- John
1: just wanted to win the money And it wasn't <laughs> worth it To suffer at that time So
0: it is, um so I've cut, I mean, if you're coming down from 215-ish, like I, the worst I've ever done was uh, like 16 pounds. It was a day before weigh-ins. This is before my IPF days. And um, if anyone listening who hasn't fucking cut that kind of weight, to John's point, it is not what you think. It is not... You could hear stories and think like, well, you just got it do like, there are moments where you actually get anxiety. You're like, fucking am I supposed to go oh, yeah, this like, way? Or it's not, it's there. You know, water cuts go bad. Organs can shut down. It is fucking, it'll make them, you watch the ultimate fighter. These are the toughest guys who get in the cage and fight professionally. And it is hell for them. They're like, this is worse than the fight. Yeah.
2: yeah like the, the biggest thing, like, um, so I moved in with Andy and he has a sauna. So I actually like basically like practice sauning a few weeks leading into the meet. And I feel like that helped significantly.
0: With this the, there is actually studies um, about people who did that. And actually your body starts releasing. It gets used to releasing water, et cetera, yeah. just like anything. And for sure, mentally staying mm-hmm. in there and, and just, you know, everything's easier the more you do it. Yeah. But uh, if Andy's with you too, there's nothing, I've done it solo, like for the first little bit in the second latter half of the losing the 16 pounds, my boy showed up and I was like, fuck, this is a lot easier when somebody's there. Like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> it is so much easier, man. If someone just gets in the sauna with you or you, they don't have to be in there the whole time, it is so much easier than if you're just straight through by yourself and yeah. the self-talk comes and, and the man comes who's like, why are you doing this, man?
2: What is 100? when you're trying to do like 20 minute sessions and you're like five minutes in and you're already starting to like count down the seconds every minute. Yeah, you're like, oh no, the man uh, came 50, early. 59, 58, 57 <laughs> <laughs> like, Ah shit, I have 15 more minutes on this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fucking brutal. Um, how much what did, How much do you have to cut, Andy?
1: Uh, this one was really like easy. I, I only had to cut 11 pounds. Uh, but my my Water load and cut was so easy that by the time Friday, sorry Thursday morning, I woke up, I was only six pounds over. By the time i we went to sauna, I was like four pounds over. So, oh shit! I think I think I did three sessions and I was already good. But I just stayed in there, obviously, just like on and off with John, and and so like, I like I like it doing this way because I can still eat during the day. I just I'm just losing water, so I'm perfectly fine just doing that because this sauna's not that bad. I'm not doing as long as John. And I could take like a few rounds off, so I'm just there morally to support him and to rub, rub the uh, sweet sweat on his back because that's yeah. very important. Yeah,
0: yeah. You showed up early for that, though, huh? <laughs> showed, John's like, easy, Tiger. I'm not even in the fucking sauna yet. Let me. I just got my shirt off, and you're already got hands on me. And he's like, I don't know. But uh, so walking into this thing, what were your guys like goals and expectations coming into this?
2: Uh, I'll let Andy go first. Those goals were more concrete.
1: Yeah. I, I only had one goal is total thousand kilos. I've been chasing it for five years. I told a 2193 in 2017 and it's been fucking five years of chasing five kilos. So, um, that was my only goal and training went well enough to where if I just hit my numbers, just execute, uh, I would get it. Of course that's easier said than done going nine for nine, but I've always gone pretty well as far as my attempts and picking my attempts and all my meets. So, um, you just have to execute. So um, that was my only goal, thousand kilos.
0: We'll talk about that in a second. But holy fuck, did you? Some of those third attempts were like, dude, you needed everything. This was <laughs> talk about action packed right up until the end. It's like, holy shit, Andy. Yeah. But um, but yeah, uh, fair enough. And John, how about? And, oh, and just to add to that, for anyone listening, your five years since two thousand seventeen, when you're chasing five kilo dog. You are 38 now?
1: Yeah, I'm 38.
0: 38, just turned 38 in the injuries. And it's close to come to have to consider, are we going to still doing this? Getting close to middle age, um, you're like, fuck, is this going to happen? Is this going to be one of those stories where, you know, am I am I just going to walk away without hitting that thousand kilo mark? You know, getting that close. And that would be a tough, tough pill to swallow, man. So that's why it makes the lead up to this one that much more special when you're watching these lifts. Holy fuck, Andy. I mean, that third bench, we won't skip ahead. We'll, we'll walk into the day of, but that third <laughs> bench homeboy, please. I haven't Trust seen me. a bench. Yeah. Let's, let's put a pin in that. But yeah, uh, John, how, how about you walking into this?
2: Uh, so like after, after showdown last year, hitting like a thousand kilo, I was kind of in like limbo for a while where I was like, did not have a big goal in mind. And, uh, I, I, I kind of joked about doing, like, 800, 600, 900 would be, like, a, a cool thing, and, but I thought that was, like, way down the line, like, <laughs> like, a two or three years, especially on the squat, and then, um, and, like, the best squat prep of my life, so, like, okay, maybe it's, maybe it's within reason to go for it, so going into meet, it was kind of the thought process, like, all right, if perfect day, like, I'm feeling on, I'll, I'll shoot for the 800, 600, 900. If not, I'll just kind of do enough, like to get close to where I can hit it in like the next meter or two, if I hit like two and a half kilo PRs and, uh, Jesus. So, uh, squat, like hit my second at 760 and should definitely should not have counted I was going to say that. Did you like go forward? forward. Yeah, I was falling okay. forward. And like I racked out, I was like, ah shit. And then I saw the lights. I was like, I looked at the like the side i was like, I got that. Like, okay. <laughs> That's and where
0: you're like, I'm Johnny. I was man. like, hey,
2: if someone hands you a present, you know what hey. you do? You don't reject it. No. You, you take do not. it, you open it up, and you say thank you. Like a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I was like, you know what? Screw it. I already PR on squat. Like I'll just I'll just go for the 805 And uh obviously it wasn't there, but uh at that point, it was kind of like, all right, like, 869 is not going to happen. Let's just do enough to get close enough. And uh so I did on bench. And then uh, deadlifts were flying, so I decided to take the 900. And the, your,
0: You would, you blew up 365 eight hundred five 804 pounds in the gym, though, leading into this. Like, you moved that well. Yeah, and
2: that's that was- what I was kind of like feeling confident for. It, it was hard. It was like- Balance.
0: <laughs> was it high? You can't really tell the, the Instagram video. <laughs> Controversial well, was a gym lift, but it was um even if even if it was a stitch higher or it was borderline. Anyways, you blew it up. We're yeah. looking at the bar speed of it. It, it was one of those deals. Where you're like, oh fuck, that sh- that should be, you know, yeah, maybe there on weekday. Like, but
2: I don't know. I'm known for like my weight cut usually affects me during squats, but then by the time I get to like bench deadlift. I'm good. So,
0: right. Well, yeah. You're probably like a weight class up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you get bigger. Well, actually,
0: I mean, it's 24 hour weigh in. So you're, yeah. Like,
2: I'm, I'm back up to weight, but it just feels like, uh, it's not till like, I start moving with like squats that like, I don't know. My, my muscles like fill up and feel full. It's like, it'll, it'll it's almost like my, like my stomach feels full and everything. And then like, once I squat, then like my whole body actually starts to kind of wake up
0: and how were you feeling and well first off when you guys showed up to this thing before we get into uh, more of the lifting um i mean i had uh michael on and anna and they were telling me like the ideas for it but how was it because the stream was good but i'm told the live was an entirely different experience like, like you can't get through a fucking stream right how was this thing because they had a press conference i seen the videos and the way to describe like this is like nothing i've ever seen before
2: uh, I didn't go to the press conference. I don't know how that was, but uh, like going to Worlds and like other really big meets, this is probably like one of the more like nervous I felt because like it just felt like a very professional event. It felt like I was walking into like a like the boxing ring to like. Yeah. Go, and it, was, it was amazing. They did a phenomenal job.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, it was. How about you, Andy? What'd you think about
1: it? Yeah. So, like, from a competitor standpoint. And, and from the meat, dur- like as far as the meat director goes, like this compares to like, like w- during Reebok record breakers, like Jesse uh, Burdick, like he was like very, he, he, he did the meat like a, an athlete would want. And so Micah did the same thing, but he added the production value that in the past hasn't been there. So combination of like making it very lifter friendly, you know, accommodated everything we needed as far as like warm ups and, and everything. Um And then just that added production value with the screen, which we've always kind of like, that's what always been lacking in the untested big meats is like the, the fucking screen that USAPL has. It's just ridiculous. So, Mm so that was really cool. And, and then just like being able to like walk down the red carpet for our last deadlift and and choosing our own songs, just, it just made it very like on one hand, it's very comfortable. We we have to choose our music and stuff. And the other hand, it's like, like John said, it's like we're actually like a professional and, and we're, we're highlighted more and we get our own like time to shine.
0: Yeah, it was like already become gifts and memes. John walking down for <laughs> through the red carpet, he knew it was gonna happen, but it was man, it was it was cool as shit to see, like in terms of fan watching. But I can only imagine if you're in there and it was hype as hell, man. Um, it really was like the atmosphere of like at least a regional event, MMA or something. Um, it was, it's totally different to like IPF worlds, but it's weird. One of those videos of you, John resurfaced right before your third deadlift at IPF worlds, 2016. And it's Joey behind you, Matt Gary, giving you last second instructions. And you're like, okay, okay. And then they're like, go John. And Joe's like, go John. And he smacks you curtains open up. And you walk out and fucking I just re since we last talked I reshared it and I was like holy shit I got that weird goosebump feeling all over again when I saw that video. Did like, he
1: stick his tongue out walking out? Is that that, that one? Was squats. Oh. Yeah, that
0: was squats. No, this one he came out like ah, and it was a, a famous picture. It was fucking the wildest. Uh, obviously, hack Gibbs, but yeah, uh, but yeah, there's no hack there, or sorry, there's no uh, Gibbs there, but the event looked fucking the wildest there. Is it is it difficult to like get hyped up for these things when you got all the records and you've now you're you're looping around you're collecting money so that's the you know i'm sure you're not complaining about that but is it difficult when you don't have somebody walking into it being like fuck man it's been a hot minute since somebody's there it's gonna scare me
2: um no it's 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 different like i don't have to i i only have to worry about myself which is super nice. Um, like, I can kind of go into it be like, alright, if I like... I, I don't need to like push that, like the squat or something like that, or like the bench. I get. I can like leave two and a half kilos in the tank and um, still be fine. Whereas like at IPF Worlds, obviously, <laughs> I needed like to hit every lift and like make the perfect call.
0: Yeah, it was ridiculous. But,
2: so... Um, but no, I'd I'd say it's definitely not hard to get hyped really. Like I still have like my own internal motivations for hitting lifts.
0: And do you foresee a challenge and look, you have to do like dots, like you are, you have competition, just not straight up direct. Um, but at some point, do you foresee somebody coming up where it's going to be like, holy shit, this would be. This, do you have anything on the calendar? We're, we'll go back into the event in a sec, but were you, this will be a battle?
2: Nothing like the close future, but I mean, yeah, obviously someone's going to come up eventually.
1: Mm-hmm. No one currently on the map.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, I mean, like Blake's always tough, but um, you would have to make a pretty significant jump.
0: You know, it'd be amazing uh, if out of nowhere. And he's been silent lately. So to nowhere, Brett Gibbs comes back fucking gassed up. <laughs> just, fucking the- gi- the- just fucking gassed up. And he's like, guess what, bud? <laughs> I never got over 2016 in Playboy, and Playboy. We're going to settle this. <laughs> Paper view. Uh,
3: uh, I was going to say on, on the men's side, yeah, it's not close. Because after John, it's Blake with like... 40 to 50 dots points behind. So it's like a fairly big gap. Like you can actually look at John's numbers compared to Raw Rap's numbers, and he's above Yuri Belkin and some of these other guys as well. Um, so yeah, the, maybe someone will eventually pop out of nowhere like they always do in powerlifting. Yeah.
0: That's the thing with powerlifting, man. Look at um, like Jess, who won the 76s in 2021, walked away with it. and looked like a queen of 76s. A year later, there's like people popping up in France, freaking New Zealand. It's like, holy shit, Poland. It's like, where are these people coming from? Um, yeah. So go. Sorry, you're going to say?
2: I was going to say, I mean, like, like Derek, this way, he's just, you know, what, 22 or something like that. So he's already yeah. played up world record numbers. So he, he has plenty of room to grow. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I think the, the issue is not issue, but no one has like a complete all three lists like John does like a lot of these newer people have like a big squat or big deadlift or or combination of those. But with John's bench, it's just so much higher than everybody. It's just, no one's going to come close. I don't think no one currently that I see.
0: It is. Yeah, man. If you hit that eight hundo on the platform, Holy shit. What are we talking about? That is, you know, it, it it's there when I see that in the gym I was like oh man that was the talk now the 600 in the gym was touch and go yeah but um you're getting close you're definitely yeah, getting close honestly, like
2: so the the pauses were pretty pretty decently long uh, at the meet but uh, I feel like if they were kind of shorter 600 maybe would have been there and,
0: and Andy what was how was your squats going like what was your what was your impression going into the squats. <laughs> Enjoying it,
1: yeah. Uh, before the meet or at the meet?
0: Uh, at the, well, leading into the meet, and also how it ran out on the meet.
1: Yeah, so uh, well, leading into meet, uh, I had a pretty good prep for squats, but then like my second to last planned squat workout, I had just had a shitty day where like I couldn't even, I I like grinded out seven sixty. So I kind of gave, I kind of like just took that day off. So so that kind of der not it it made my last squat. More conservative. I was gonna go for a forty-eight in training, but I did a forty-three instead, and tied a PR, and it moved just about how it should. Um, so either way, like my squat plan was a forty-eight or a fifty-four. Uh, I, d- I elected to go a forty-eight just because of how training went, and um, and like like I said, this is I needed every pound, so I just had to make the right calls. So, uh, but squats moved from warmups to the last squat. It moved well, and I had definitely had more in the tank. Which uh, which is a great feeling because I haven't had that in five years.
0: <laughs> uh, dog, you wouldn't have that for us today either. That was there was you weren't leaving the platform like had five more kilo. What do you think, John? John, I mean, I John, Jesus, that was you were right on the money with getting the most out of your body. But it's probably you probably needed that if you scrapped it out for your third squat. I mean, you you got to know when to scrap. You only got so many scraps in you throughout the day, right? Um, yeah. So after your third squat, were you telling yourself? I mean, the rest of the numbers kind of play for themselves. If you want the thousand kilo and that's what your goal was ahead of time. It's was like, man, I'm going for the thousand kilo.
1: Yeah. So after squats, everything was to plan. The biggest question my worst bench. Cause like uh bench coming into it. I, for some reason, always the last four to five weeks of, of a prep, my elbows, forearms and biceps just go to shit from squatting. And they just, they just kill to the point where I can't even like pick up weight or curl it. So like five, six weeks out, I doubled 501, which is like a PR. And I was just like, oh, finally, I'm going to like make progress. And then my body's like, just kidding. Good. So I missed, I missed, I, I hit 512 and I missed like, like 518, 521 a number of times. So I never hit above 512 in training. So my my plan was just like, based on what I did at Dallas, I was like, I just need 518. I, I can do 518, I think. Uh, and that will leave enough. Uh, for the deadlift to get the thousand kilos but obviously from my second attempt 501 it was a grinder I think we just I wasn't ready for this longer pause which is my fault regardless but it still just didn't move that well and and like my elbows and stuff were still not feeling great so just I just called 512 because that's I needed that at least because what I had left in planning deadlift I, I couldn't get any more than 540 843 in my opinion because of what i did in training i hate i hit 827 and it moved pretty well where i knew i had a little bit left but i don't know if i had like 848 eight fifty four. 54 so i'd rather gamble on deadlift than bench obviously and of course if you guys saw the video dude listen there's there's not a gram you left
0: fucking picked it right yeah. you people be like look when you have that many kilos two and a half kilo more no dog you didn't have half a kilo more you didn't have a fucking pound that was that was one of the most intense bench riders watching it even after i already knew you hit him like holy shit andy how like if your elbows were hurting before that you must have been like well
1: it it doesn't hurt like at the top it's just like when it hits my chest and it's just like compressed my my forearms and biceps hurt but uh in the past i actually would have like that's usually where i fail is at the top so it's really it's, it's. good that i'm making some progress as far as where my sticking point is but um but yeah i just it felt fine like it didn't the grind itself didn't take anything out of me so how um,
0: long did it feel like you were under that
2: I minute mean, I, like i uh, thought it was fucking like it was one of those four.
1: things where i was like okay it's still moving <laughs> okay i have this
2: it's like, the it's the- people, like i was behind and I, there was like three inches i was like oh shit like, like <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and i could like <laughs> I, I was, like, I was
2: like, like just another inch and i was like oh oh oh!"
1: yeah oh, oh, i was like <laughs> just don't take this just don't take it off yeah i got it i got there, this
2: there was so. three times john's like well that's too bad oh yeah.
0: shit and then he goes wow that was good oh <laughs> shit was, yeah. you come back around again it was crazy man even even watching it after the fact so after a bench were you gassed a little bit
1: tight? Um, no I think so there were four flights in this meet so like while well, some other people might not like a four flight meet I do because I like to eat in between and let my digestion settle. I like to like so it had enough time for me to like relax, eat and then gain, gain my energy back um, So personally I felt fine because I had a chance to like recover and then rest a little bit and then get some more caffeine into me and get hyped up for the deadlift. Um, but my deadlift ups didn't feel great. Uh, I have, I've also been dealing with like, this left hip injury where in my glute where like towards the top of extension, my glute would just, sh- it would just shoot, shoot the sharp pain. And it would almost like shut off my glute. So it started acting up in warm ups. It felt terrible. And uh, I was really, really worried actually. And uh, I was just kind of like, Shit, I went six for six, grinded that out on the bench. Now I'm just gonna like shit the bed on deadlifts. Like,
0: <laughs> how much time was it? it between? I would say
1: about an hour, 15 minutes in Holy between till, till I had to warm up. So, like, I would oh, lift. Damn. I would lift, and then John would start warming up for his flight because he's in flight B. And then I would just kind of help handle him and then maybe come back and like get something to eat a drink. Or, and
2: it, then it worked well for us because it gave us time to like relax help each other out and then like start warming up like if it was like if it was two it would just been like well we need like separate handlers (laughs) because 100 yeah
0: Yeah. even then i'm to handle each other um that's stressful like it's it's it's, it's it's not not even it's not really
1: handling the only thing we actually need each other for is a handoff because we're very you know specific and like way we like. Like we already know what numbers we're going to call. Like it's not like John needs me to tell him what number to call. He didn't. Fair. Yeah. Didn't you don't have him, to crunch numbers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah.
0: fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Like if you, you were chasing the thousand kilo, John knows this. So the numbers to add up, gotcha. It's not changing on, well, this guy's hot on your heels. You know, we got a lot number of it, whatever the hell you're not doing it like that. And like, John,
1: if I was handling John, I wouldn't have given him the 804 or 805, but <laughs> I thought
0: you, I thought you were handling him.
1: Huh? No. He just wanted to let everyone know that wasn't his call. I'm just there to hold his headphones or shit and hype him up.
0: So, well, you. So why you wouldn't have done it based on like as
1: a like as a coach just watching his 760, I would have thought I would have just given him like 780. But in his mind, he like it's it's up to him what he wants because we didn't discuss me calling his numbers. It was just he felt 760 moved great and he wanted to go for that world record and piss Chad off. And
2: I was more so like, all right, there's like a 20% chance I hit this, but like the 80% chance I miss it, like, screw it. I already PR'd, so like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So even if I handled him, he would be like, screw it. I want to go for it. Then it doesn't matter. So <laughs>
2: he would have got overruled. Yeah. 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 Gotcha.
1: It doesn't matter. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it
0: is what it is. So after, and by the time the deadlifts rolled around, uh, the competition already had some casualties. Um, Michael was on the podcast with Anna and he said, I'm looking at people's videos and he's, he said they, they had told, so they, they spared, they, they turned over every single possible scenario in their group meetings, like daily texting, weekly calls on Zoom, him and Anna, and they brought in the refs and said, if you guys see cut shit, like, I don't care how popular this person is on Instagram. I think we even said, I don't care if it's John hack, but I might be making that up right now. But, uh he's like, you have to be, uh, you gotta be strict. We can't give it away. We got to like, I don't want people walking away from the stream, whatever. Being like, like talking about bad calls. And there's going to be some like, like it's sports, the, the strike zone changes in baseball, no matter what. There's going to be some, right? Uh, but not nothing crazy. So by the time you guys got to the deadlift, you've had quite a few bomb outs. Were you guys prepared for this? He was saying too, I don't give a shit if it's wraps. We're holding the line. And um, some people on, in the untested, because there's not a lot of wraps unless you're full and equipped and tested, you know, start eventually being like, well, he's wrapped. So yeah, no, they're, they're, the, the depth is depth raw depth and with raps depth is the same how did you guys feel about this uh, judging on this comp by the time Dez rolled around the field have been narrowed a little
2: um i don't know i mean like to be honest i didn't really pay too much attention to like other people like unless it was like dan or zach or like uh like like people who like i really like like to see compete, I did. I, I don't know. I wasn't really like paying attention to what other people were hitting. I guess so. I I don't know who all bombed out.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Okay.
2: How
1: yeah, you, I know. You- I knew like the first day there was a bunch of bomb outs because we were kind of kind of paying attention to the, the live stream. But as far as our day, yeah, we don't focus on that. Plus, like, it doesn't affect us. Like, also, I've been. I we've been enough big meets. Like, I remember Kern 2019 where we were on the stage and like so many people got. uh... <laughs> That little that right side judge watch who watch red lighted every fucking yeah. So I I've been in meets where so many people bomb out. Like I I think just these bigger meets, people just go for it for some reason, which I don't understand it. You know whether it's like big weight cuts, crazy squat attempts, crazy attempts. Um, I think I think they just I don't know I don't know why these bigger meets. A lot of people just like take take bigger risks.
0: I, you know what? And I think some of them was from the day before. Um, now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, but um, there was like, the one that I was disappointed in is Chris Bridgeford's return. Clean-shaven Bridgeford became like a mythical beast, and his in his uh, gym lists were looking great. It is what it is. This is on bench that he bombed. But um, I mean, this is this is sports, man. Sometimes everything goes good, and then the day of, even if you, it, it might not even be a temp selection. Sometimes, sometimes it's literally just you go out there you know, just like something can happen in the gym. It can happen on the platform. you like, okay, well I'm fucked. You know, I just, on my opener, it's good opening weight. But if you take an injury, there's nothing you could do about
3: it.
2: Okay. What, what happened? Like, how, why did he bomb out? I, like someone told me and I was like, oh, that sucks. But like,
1: I'll, I'll, t- the- I'll talk about it. Cause I talked to some of his friends. So he, he had to dealing with like a little right shoulder injury, but I think he, uh, he, he didn't get his bench. Okay, That's right. So he bombed out. Um, his friends say that he just shouldn't cut the 242 anymore. He's just too lean. No matter how good his recomp is, it just still affects him too much. You know, he's like 6'2 yeah. and he's super mm-hmm. lean, but I just think that 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 the water cut affects him so much. I think that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the one I was like really bummed out about is he's kind of our one of our athletes Ryan iron Rebel is, is Philip Hernan. Um, you know, he didn't even get a squat. He, didn't, he bombed out on squat and he's done a thousand pounds in training, but he didn't he even get his opener. And then I talked to him today and uh, he went to the ER and he had a, a bacterial infection mm. and, and fever, 104 fever and tonsillitis. That's so, cool. but like he didn't, you know, he didn't get online and like complain about it. He just didn't say anything, but I know that. So, you know, kudos to him to, like, not really complain, but it's it does suck that I didn't get to see a good performance out of him.
0: It was going to be close. He was one of the guys, like, he can move, he can shift some fucking mad weight. The guy's a strong as shit. If, if anything, though, the squats are borderline. Some of them are in, some of them are on the line, some of them are high. So, depends on that day. Um, it, I mean, whoever's, if he's with the good people around him on the day, though, in the warm-up room, I don't know who's, were you handling him the day before or no?
1: No, I was doing chat, but, but even if he squatted high he couldn't he didn't even squat high nine nine is right he, right right he just right. couldn't even get out of the hole yeah so that's yeah, yeah. something completely different and it's not like he cuts yeah. a lot of weight either so that that explains things so i just wanted to i will defend him for him but <laughs>
0: yeah well look at this is sports so this kind of thing happens man you know what yeah. i mean like you can't uh you show up on the day of and you just fucking you throw your cards in the middle and you try your best it is what it is um actually I'm, i I was on his instagram and he was still promoting the next event. For these guys be like, fuck it. Like you said, no excuses. And he's reposting in his stories. Be like, you guys should sign up for the next one. It was a good time. And he's all like, he's taking it in stride. It's tough, man. Because as power lifters, you only compete like, I mean, maybe John five times. You're collecting checks, but like, um, <laughs> I don't blame you, but uh, but uh, daddy's got to pay the bills now. But for most people, two to three times a year, so uh, it's tough when you have like a bad day, you don't have like that redemption for like another four months, six months, or something. Um, so but yeah, is it for we'll get into daylifts in one second here. Is it uh, in eight weeks, you're competing again? Is that right, John? Yeah. Is it tough, man, to start? Like, are some of these? Is it like because you you could collect the checks and you could do this? Um, is it like okay, I don't have to go all out on some of these, and you start, you know, pacing yourself?
2: You... Uh, well, on this one, like, the goal is still eight six nine, but uh, on my third squat, I did actually like <laughs> kind of messed up my knee and right uh, quad a little bit, so uh, we'll see how that heals if I like push it and like cut to 90 or if i just go like 220 and do like enough to win kind of thing right Uh, so we'll we'll see how like the next like week or two of healing goes on that one but yeah like i do feel like some of them i don't need to push if it's just like to collect a check but uh, also at the same like Andy joked about like oh you could just travel around the country and go like hit openers at these meets and i was like competitively i don't think i could do that like I have like such a desire to. (laughs) It's not a
1: competitive. You're just. It's a training day for you, and you just get paid to show up.
2: It it would be hard for me not to like push myself.
1: You would be an asshole too, but it's okay. (laughs) You're like, God
0: damn it, John Hack just showed up. (laughs) (laughs) The the thing is, well, how it depends on how much money some of these.
1: Some of the lower tier ones offer like three, four, five grand. I don't know. It's like a nice. But I, but I want to say for John too. Like regardless, John's gonna like lift heavy, or oh, train yeah. hard. Or train hard, so like him, him competing in seven or eight weeks. I don't think it's like a huge deal for him because he he has a great he has nervous system is recovers so well from like heavy singles. So um, it's yeah, it's fine for him.
0: It's got to be tempting though if you could do, you know, every eight weeks, just collect three to five k. Damn. But you also, I mean, there's flights, hotels, whatever. And, um, but if you don't have to go full send all out on every single one of these, I don't know, man, something to think about. You do got a day job though. Yeah. So there is like, if you got, it depends if you got to fly in, take days off work and this becomes like a full-time holy shit situation.
1: Yeah. Luckily we don't need that. We have our our own app now. Well, there's that too, but we'll later. Wow, there
0: is that too, man. You had a good post. I want to talk about your post after this. A good, like, birthday post, little introspective. But uh, we'll talk, we'll, we'll we'll wrap up the uh, American Pro talk first, though. But okay, so going into deadlifts, um, Andy, you went all out on that bench and you guys had, like, you guys could have watched a fucking movie in between the bench and the deadlifts. How long was this meet then? I think
1: we're done by four. So from nine to four, six, seven hours. So it wasn't, it wasn't, I've had, I've been to like some of national meets that are, went till like seven, eight o'clock. So it's actually one, not that long. I mean,
2: 2016 nationals, I was done lifting at 2 a.m. So that's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah.
1: So for, for a four flight meet, it was ran pretty well. Like no, no waste of time in my opinion.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it actually, time... it very smooth.
1: Yeah. No, no, like, major injuries. I think someone might have, like, hurt their leg on a squat, but other than that, no.
2: Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> At the end, he's like,
0: or John's yeah. like, yeah, that was me, man.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. It is, if, as long as you're prep for it and you walk in there and you know it's it's four flights you're all good it's when you walk in there um, like the nationals that John's referring to in 2016 where you're like okay this should run like it always runs right fellas and you it's like two o'clock in the morning and you're deadlifting. it's like holy smokes man that's difficult
2: I think we we're supposed to start at like 4 p.m. or 5 and like Robert Keller like interviewed me before he's like oh, are you worried about like the afternoon time I was like nah like, this is like I don't really lift around this time like so we're good I was like <laughs> Okay, well, I did not anticipate deadlifting at 2 a.m. So that's <laughs> I
0: don't great. normally deadlift at 2 a.m., though. That's yeah. uh, that's ridiculous. I remember those Nationals, man. I watched the stream. Holy shit. But um, so so, were you guys – did you think you were on pace, Andy, by the time deadlifts rolled around? And you're a little bit gassed, but you had some time to recomp and recoup. How did you feel rolling in the deads?
1: Um, I felt positive because I – I knew like I had the, at least the, a fighting chance to pull for t- a thousand kilos, um, so heading into warm-ups, I was fine. But then warm-ups didn't feel great. Um, but luckily, um, so like with my hip issue, if I can just like roll it out, it, it'll loosen up. But I can't just roll it out with like a ball. It's just not enough weight. So you know, like people will see me like in, in the gym, I will dig my hip into the the arm of a weight, the uh, the weight sleeve, the weight stack, whatever tree. It's tree. Fuck. So I'm like, like it looks like I'm twerking on the weight tree, just like digging it in there because it's it's like the right like like uh, length and like whatever. <laughs> shape to get sure. deep in there so like during warm-ups i couldn't because there's no weights on the weight tree so it was just it was just like slide and move i'm like fuck i can't do anything about it i had blake blake's wife is like a pt i had her trying and like work on it but she weighs like a, a buck ten and it wasn't doing anything for me yeah. Um, i was close like just having some other guy just like just like sticking their elbow with me but luckily after warm-ups or towards the end of warm-ups people started putting the weights back on the tree i was like oh finally so I got in there and just like reamed into there. It loosened up. And after I did my opener, I was like, okay, I'll be fine. I just need to like go back and forth, keep loosening it up. And that's how I was able to get through like training and, and prep and stuff. So um, so opened with eight uh 754, went to 804 for my second, and 804 moved pretty well. And I knew, like, you know, just 40 more pounds, I'm good. So um like I said, we uh, we got to like walk down the red carpet for a third. Uh, I played panda because that's me, and um, yeah, and I pulled it I, when it was moving up. It was great. I kind of celebrated early. I'm like, oh man, it's coming up, and I started like shaking. I'm like, oh shit, I got I got to finish this. And um, uh, I, th- I they gave me a red light for like a soft lockout, which I think it's perfectly uh warranted I, I sometimes i have a soft lockout but i think also it's because like the way i'm built like my quads are so big in the front that it looks like my hips are behind but sorry uh, i'm built this way um <laughs> regardless i got it it was i had all these like celebration plans in my head of how i would do how i would celebrate when i got it and none of that i didn't do any of that Dude, i literally you just, just, I literally just took my belt off <laughs> yeah. and shook, shook the, the rest hands. But versus, like, John's celebration, when he did his, I, I just, like, ran around with his flag. I was running everywhere like a little kid. Like I showed more emotion for his deadlift than mine. Well, yeah.
0: By the time you got to a 1,000 kilos, like, because, yeah, you were thinking about this for five years. Was it just, like, were you just a little dizzy? It was a little, it climatic? It hadn't sunk in yet? Like, why do you think you weren't overjoyed yet?
1: It was anticlimactic. because I think because I had I put so much in emotion into like visual visualizing it all like the last like during warm-ups and deadlift, in between attempts. Like I I got emotional then. Like I got a little teary eye, just like just thinking about it. And then when it finally happened, I kind of just it was already gone. I think I think all my emotions were gone or um I don't know. I just didn't I don't know. It just didn't come out the way, I mean, I, I never really celebrate that much anyways. I do kind of like John, we're just kind of like, huh? So
0: <laughs> how about you, John, when you were going into deadlifts, how were you feeling? Were you thinking, you know, nine, nine, nine getting loaded. That four is getting loaded.
2: Um, I was kind of nervous. Cause like with my leg and knee, I was having like, it was a little painful, like deadlifting in the warmup room um it was moving fine but i was kind of like oh man like this could be like just enough to like throw me off to where like 903 uh isn't there and i've, I've had like <laughs> a sticking point with 903 this whole prep of like missed it, like three times or something like that and, oh um,
0: shit and now you're yeah. injured and you miss your third
2: yeah so like uh i was like I, I i did the math and i was like all right like with my opener um unless someone like just totally blows like their previous like deadlifts away, like I should take first. Uh, so yeah, with, with that, I was like, all right, like not really any pressure. Did uh, it, it like moved great? And I was like, all right, like three, 395, 870 was enough to get like a two and a half kilo PR. So I'm like, all right, I'll do that for the second. No, so that that just felt like so good. I was like, yeah, screw it. 410. let let's throw it on. <laughs> like this this bar feels great. And uh, yeah. is it it it's
0: it's gotta be tough where like if you miss something three times in the gym and then but in a gym, you blew up 365, 804 pounds, you yeah. know. So when you miss that in the comp and then you get a little bit injured, it's got to be tough for you, like, walking out there, like, fuck, am I on or am I not? I yeah. missed something i previously hit and I'm about to try something I never hit. You know, so that's got to be a little, like,
2: fuck. I'll, I'll say, like, the, I've hit 9.03 twice and both times it was on the uh, Kabuki fair Steel bar. And we have a Kabuki bar, but it's the Cerakote. And this, the Bear Steel feels... So much better than the the Serico. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like grip or like what, but it just feels like the, the bend is a little bit better and um, the yeah, grip feels a lot more locked in.
0: And which one did they have at the American Pro?
2: They had the Bear Steel.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Thanks. Gotcha. So you were thinking, all right, let's fucking toss this on. Andy, where were you? Did you think he was going to get this or what were you thinking? Well,
1: Okay, so John did fail 903 like a couple times of training, but like John also hit 892 pretty easily. So, like, we're, we're talking two and a half, five kilos. Like, it's not also like John goes heavy like week to week to week to week. And I know like he just needs to fucking rest, but yeah, right. <laughs> he likes to just, he's just going every time he goes to the gym. It's like, I'm going to take this last warm up. And if it moves well, I'm going to go for it, you know, wh- whereas I'm like, I have to like plan it out and I know I need to like rest John's nervous system is just obviously just different. So, you know, sometimes you'll have three, four straight weeks. we just add 10 kilos and it just keeps going, keeps going, going, you know? So he, his, he doesn't schedule delos ahead of time. He just does it as he goes. So I think that's where like, I, I knew John had it. Um, and he just needed a rest. <laughs> um, and, and based on one of us, you know, it, it looked great. So I think I also, John uh, at Showdown, he hurt his knee or he hurt both his quads on squat and still pulled 887 on his third deadlift. So like he's been in this position before. And it, I think he was hurt even more on that meet. So this really didn't surprise
2: me.
0: Yeah. And after you hit this, what did you guys do afterwards in terms of celebration? Or can we talk about that?
2: We got burger, game. Oh god, <laughs> that's
1: all John wanted. It's like what he, he
2: said. Popeyes. I was like, I'm feeling a burger. Like I don't know why, but i i don't know, Like I like Burger King a lot. <laughs> that's like my vice. And like during all the week, I like I was like ah, oh, that's like, I shouldn't have Burger King. So that finally, I was like, I really want a Whopper right now.
0: <laughs> that's fair enough, I man. You guys, yeah,
1: Well, we don't want to like go and wait at a restaurant and, and take forever. Like we just want something quick. And then we had to go back to the awards ceremony so John could get his award and, and check. So we didn't have much time. So that's the that I
2: left in the rental car.
1: Yeah. You forgot it in your rental
0: car?
2: i never forget it. I, just, I was like, I'm not traveling with
0: this. <laughs> oh, no shit. Oh, what, how big was this thing?
1: Uh, how theater. does this two, work? Two by, two by three feet, maybe. Uh, how
0: does this work in real life? Do you I'll get a real check? Okay. Like, okay, because I've never never got a big check like this before.
1: You can't cash that big check. It's not a real. (laughs) Really? No, it's not a real check.
0: I picture like I. You know what? Like, it sounds like a silly question. I
2: more when like he gets the big check. He is like, oh, like, like. Where's my check? He's like, oh, we'll mail it to you later. Like, oh, just give me the big check, and he like goes to the <laughs> happy
1: going.
0: Dude, that would have been me. Yeah. I would have been like, nah, I'm gonna take this big check homie. I'm bringing it into the fucking bank and see what they do. Do you think they would cash it if you brought it in?
2: Well, it has to have like the routing number and everything. <laughs> Fuck, I
0: want that big check to have the routing number and everything. Come on, play boy. boy. You're Ron, right. you should have
1: just. We should have just crossed it out and sent it to Ryan.
0: Here's the thing: <laughs> Why, who even has checks these days? Like, I don't, yeah. I've, I don't remember last I time I actually.
2: I so oh, I got
0: it. They what? Sorry,
2: they, they PayPal the. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. See, that's more, and that's like nowhere near as fucking epic as getting a PayPal, <laughs> you know, sent to you. But it is what it is. Um. So overall, was this like one of the better experiences? Both you guys really talked about it, talked it up in the captions in your posts. That this was like a phenomenally run meet.
2: Yeah, like I hope all the meets are ran this this well going forward. To be honest.
1: Yeah, I think uh, in the last two years, two or three years, like Micah has been just like really pushing his like being a meat director and, and putting on big productions, and just he's just getting better and better and better. And this is kind of like the culmination of it, or the best that he's done, and it's definitely the best meat that I've been part of all all around. Um, I'll say
2: like the current kind of like tried to like make it like a spectacle, but like Micah like executed it. Yeah.
0: I mean uh, yeah, I remember the hype of the Kern was absolutely insane, but it did not
2: come like off they, like they did that. Like a, they had like the spotlights, and uh, which threw me off her bench because like the the light was like coming like straight at me, and like I'm trying to see, like I literally just couldn't see the bar. I was like, all right, like I think I'm close to my chest right now. <laughs> you got your uh, hand in the spotter's
0: pocket. Yeah, well, like what the fuck be, you
2: doing? Let's be like Michael's later. Like, oh yeah, like we're gonna turn off like that specific, lo- like those like those five lights right there so you can see and it was like it was perfect like like, there's no lights in your eyes during the bench or squat.
1: yeah I think Micah was just very like flexible and like like if we needed more warm-up time we could have just like let him know and he would have like gave five minutes in between a flight or something so like it's just very he's very flexible very fluid like I said very lifter friendly so I think that that made it and I don't understand why other meat directors can't be like that. but uh, uh Dude, he's was, an OG.
0: He's been around forever. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's been through all the different competitions. He was USCPL at one point. I mean, he's seen it all. So yeah. that's the type of dude that knows. He understands. He's he's seen. He knows what to do, what works, what doesn't work. And he's been. Yeah,
1: but other meat directors have been that way too. It's just like. That's true. For, I, think, I think you have to like swallow your pride and, and maybe not. T- also, maybe not make as much money or I- any money. I, I don't know all the numbers, but I definitely think that Micah didn't like rake in all this cash on this meat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think he, he sacrificed that for just being, making it an awesome event.
0: Well, and he's on the podcast. He said, if we break even, I'm happy. If I make any money, I'm ecstatic."
1: And he said yeah. like the whole,
0: and it's, it's crazy to, for someone to say that when like in like 2021, they were already organizing this, doing like, video conferencing and looking at all of it, and he's like dude i the amount of work and time and effort i'm like dude if you make like 20k you're making less than minimum wage for all the hours you put in like like why are you doing this man like it's it's you just have to want to put on a meet in just for the love of doing like having a project and seeing it through and and that's what i'm go ahead
1: sir i think like something like the kern when it was like the biggest draw was the money like you you can't fuck with two hundred thousand dollars like <laughs> like so like as a meat director when you have that that thing over your head like you, you can like slip into these areas but like hey it's two hundred thousand dollars versus micah's approach to this it's like just he wants to make it the best possible way for the lifters and for the uh the audience and stuff so and, and money wasn't really the, the motivating factor here
2: and so
1: you're gonna say something joe
2: Oh, I was gonna say, like, also, like, I mean, the money, the big money meets, like, they're really cool for like someone like me, was like winning, but like, uh, yeah.
1: the other ninety nine percent of us mortals, yeah. yeah.
2: yes, the the clubs, pleb, they get to enjoy the <laughs> the environment. And, like, You're
0: in the back, <laughs> like, we're all having fun here, right, fellas? They're like, yeah, you know, that's, that's a lot of fucking fun, John. <laughs> you know, like, I think your experience was different than everyone else's, and you know, right. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's true. Uh, well, that's what Michael was saying on the podcast too. It's like, John Hack's going to collect this money. And um, it won't be about like the money. He wanted it to be, he wanted to do something different than everybody else has already done. And then hopefully if they could do this year by year by year um, and get more and more sponsors involved, just checks will get bigger. The biggest, one of the biggest obstacles for him was, can I get people to show up if the check isn't that big or is the untested already at a point where people have an expectation of payouts? And he was like, I, you know, the amount of work he's going to put in. He was like, fuck man. He was, I'll tell you what, As King of lists, My man was on me in my DMS. Here's a fun fact for you. Trivia fact. Um, Micah was the very first podcast yes. guest I had period. Like back in, Yeah, <laughs> he was dumb. He was the first. And, um, he was in my DMS like, dog, when are you going to start promoting America, uh, the American pro? And I'm like, man, IPF worlds has not even happened yet. And they're like a month before you. I'm like, Here, here's what he's like. He was in, he was pushing right and I don't mind because I understand. And I'm like, my man's all lead up into like USAPL Nats and worlds and hype the shit out of those. Then recap, show those. And then we lead in, we got to like wave it in. You know what I mean? But he was like, um, I can only imagine how stressful it would be to do like nine fucking months of prepping for this. And and he knows too, people are going to drop out. And he's like, I hope people show up. I hope big names don't drop out. And do you guys think, how do you guys think, will this change a little bit how the untesta does it? Maybe some people will be like, instead of money for prize money, we shift it more towards in-house production or what are you guys' thoughts on this, this the way they did it?
2: Uh we'll see <laughs> john's, yeah, I think, like, john's like well fine
0: i hope not <laughs> yeah i mean for
1: for these big tests and meets like there's literally like a, only a handful of people who have a re- realistic chance of winning the money you know it's usually like five guys five girls that are battling out the rest of the 40 50 lifters are just like to compete each other go with each other at this highest level um but it also comes down to money and the meat director and how much they're willing to sacrifice or give or how much they can raise money. So the hope is yes, but if if it's only Micah, then Mike, I think Micah's meat is gonna only gonna grow because. And I should say Anna reputation. Perez as well. Sorry,
0: I got sorry Anna too.
1: Yeah, for for uh, sure. Sorry, I keep uh, saying
0: Micah as well, but Anna Perez. Sorry. Yeah,
1: between Anna's and the production and then the the way the meats ran. He's at the top, in my opinion. And if others won't follow, then he's just gonna keep rising, I think. That makes sense to me. It's um meat.
0: and it's gotta be fucking nerve wracking. Like if when you listen to their stories too, they had sponsors on board and they're like, We're good. Sponsors pull out and like, okay, well, that's 25k. And they were like, <laughs> they they there's points where if you want to do what Anna and Micah did you could completely lose your shirt and nobody shows up. Cause there's not a lot of money involved. And you're like, this is, this is like a year of my life. And it could have totally been a complete bust. I don't know how the fuck people like Micah and Anna do this. Like, I would never want to take this on. It must've been nerve wracking as shit. That's why when he was like in people's DMS um, you know, like you, are you going to be there? Are you going to do this? Whatever. It, it was, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Did he approach you guys individually or how did you guys find out about it? Did you guys get these weekly DMs that I got? <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. You like, I think he texted me I think, uh, pretty early on and asked if I'd be interested. I was kind of, at, at the
1: time, I was kind of like, ah,
2: we'll, we'll see. Like, I don't know. Got the USPA Pro. Like, we, because we were involved in the discussion for that. So I knew it was coming up and I was kind of like, yeah. Yeah. it's a lot of meets all at once
1: yeah 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 J- john and i were part of the committee as far as putting the uspa pro on um so when he when this got announced it's like so close to it like i was on the fence um but when the i planned on an earlier meet this year in march but i tore my adductor again God damn. so or the other one so that kind of like put my Put that meet out of the way. And then I was like, well, I want to compete sooner than wait till September. And then having these two meets kind of close together, gave me a chance, gave me like a backup in case I didn't hit my total on this American pro. I could do it at the USPA pro. Um, But since I did hit my goal, I'm not going to do the USPA pro because there's just nothing for me to shoot for. And I'm, my body needs the rest, even though I feel good. I feel like if I push it again, I'm probably going to get hurt or, maybe not even do as well whatever the reason i just don't think it's worth it for me to do it um but but yeah micah micah sent. you know whenever the invites go out we all get it so it's just he sent it so early it's just hard to make a commitment mm. uh so early or so far away but um and then you kind of like see who who you want to see who signs up to and who's doing it um so but yeah when when we made the decision it was it, when we saw all the like things that were going into it, and like the the A1 Media and stuff, so I think that just got more and more like enticing.
0: Micah and Anna are coming back on this podcast tomorrow. Um, I'll be recording one with them, and I know they're going to be so relieved that like he was saying, he's like, "Man, there's going to be some shit. There's some people. There's people going to find some shit. It is what it is." Um, he's like, "I just hope." People realize how tough this job is. He's like, I'm covering as many bases as I can, you know. Meetings with the refs and the whole nine. Like, please don't drop the ball. You know, I, I can't fucking influence you as the meat promoter too much, but just be tough. You know, do your thing. And then just with everything else in the stream, there's the streams are so tough. Like I've been a part of it, like the media team. I do commentary, right? I got the easiest job, but but there's I see how hard it is, and. The streams can be such a pain. Sometimes they drop for no reason. You're like, well, fuck, we dropped the mad scramble, get it back up, get it back up. And I've seen in the background, like guys far smarter than me, man, or rolling around, trying to get this thing back up. Oh, okay. We're back on. We're live. Keep going. Keep going. Keep rolling. We're like, it's tough, man. Um, we're going to talk about it with uh, Micah and Anna tomorrow, but I'm glad it worked out because it's not the easiest thing. That's for sure. And, and, Andy, are you so? What's your future goals now that you hit this? Are you like contemplating segueing into something else? Or are you like I'm going? We're, we're gonna push baby. this thing.
1: <laughs> no. Um, so back to like what we, we were talking about, like like a year and a half ago, I w- I was ready to like, and John knows I was ready to retire because I was like I wasn't making any progress. I kept getting hurt, but then, but then prep started going well, and then last year's showdown, I went nine for nine. I was like, I think. I was five kilos under my total PR. So I was like, I'm right back where I was. Finally, I think I'm going to make some progress. And then, and then earlier this year, I was prepping for a meet in March. I tore my other other act doctor. So it's like this fucking carrot keeps getting dangling in front of me. It's just like, it's here. It's there. It's farther away. It's closer. It's just, but at this point right now, um, the next, Place above me as far as the total is 2237 by Dennis. And I think that's like close enough to where I can make the progress and shoot for that number. Um, And then some other like individual goals. I want to try and go for a 400 kilo squat and a 400 kilo deadlift. So those are like my three newest goals right now. I don't know how long it'll take, Mm. but I I think I still have barring more (laughs) injuries. uh, I think I figured out my training uh, as far as like what it used to be, it's just way less volume now compared to what it used to be. And I think that's works for me now that I'm just older and whatever. Um, so yeah, those are my next three goals.
0: And yeah. In any particular competition right now, are you just going to sit back? And listen? John, I, I just got to rest. I got to, Yeah, it's,
1: I, I, it's my birthday month. I'm a fucking party. Birthday
0: month. John's oh, going to celebrate.
1: John's going to be hard to do that. He's got, John's going to train, but still celebrate with me. Um, and then just, yeah, get back into training. I mean, I, I never stopped training, so that's never an issue. It's just – my issue is just staying healthy. That's all.
0: How about you, John? What, what's, what's the goals, man? You're starting to – I mean, you still got the, obviously, eight, six, nine, I guess, right?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, like, the big one right now. And then uh, I have a few, like, bigger long-term ones that, like, Andy knows what they are, but I, like I, I kind of like to keep those personal
0: so take over the world my man what's going on here what's this i mean thing? first you
2: gotta
1: get 2300 and then yeah. just just you just work work up the numbers like some people are like oh just get to 275 and you'll add 100 pounds to everything i'm like like yeah what do you
2: think you could bench at 275 like i don't know man i'll <laughs> be mad at, shit at 275 <laughs> yeah,
1: I yeah. Mean, like,
2: you <laughs> two the like these are the
1: people who can't gain weight and they're saying oh just gain 40 pounds move up two weeks up the Wait, dose bro stop.
0: dude 275 would be insane i
2: can't comfortable like 220
0: (laughs) that is nuts So, um yeah i mean i guess like if you if you ever wanted to you could just like not cut and just see what happens without a water cut and see what kind of numbers you shift but you kind of got a barometer of that from gym lists right so i don't know yeah
1: yeah, I think bottom line is John's going to max out what he can at, at 90 kilos, yeah. hit some goals, and then he'll move. eventually slowly move up. Like, if you follow John's career, it's always been very incremental as far as numbers and weight. Like, he's very conservative. Like, he's in this for the long game, and he's had minimum injuries. He's been so consistent as far as, like, adding to his total. Like, why would he change any of that, mm. you
2: know?
0: And at 29, you're 29 now, John?
2: Yeah, 29.
0: How you feeling with, like, the whole journey now? Look at Jesus Christ. You were a fucking junior in 2016. And now in 2022, is uh, this how you is This how you thought you was going to unravel? I know you're chasing, like, Ed Cohen and want to leave your mark on history. Where are we at with all this?
2: Um, I mean, I guess, like, these are always, like, kind of my goals. And it's just, it, it was just, like, very cool to be one of the few people that has gotten to like see these like long-term goals realized and um like after the thousand kilos I was very much like that was kind of the point where I was like you know what if I got like in an accident or I got sick or like for for whatever reason I can't like lift anymore like I would be very satisfied with my career so uh like I was I still do still have that drive but um, I, I'm very happy with where my lifting career has gone.
0: If it stopped right now, you could you you left your mark. You're I, I would look
2: back like I, I would definitely be like, ah oh, man, I wish I like, had like a few more years to like really really show what I could do. But like at the same time, I'm like, all right, like at least I'm like in the discussion for like being one of the best of all time. And like, I got like personally, I don't think. <laughs> I'm there yet, um, but I'm in the discussion
0: at least. And yeah. It's hard to, I mean, nobody's a powerlifting fan in this era and doesn't know John Hacker or or is going to bring you up in the discussion at least like that's yours. Like this era is definitely you've, you've made your mark. The big thing is when it's all time and you're discussing all the other eras and, you know, people are going to start crunching numbers and like there's different changes between it. That. That's, that's where it might take a little more time. Like, okay. Maybe there's some more work to be done. Um, But it's, it you're 29. If your body holds up, who knows what's possible, man. You, hey, you can live till
1: you're 38. I'm, I'm, I'm living proof of that. So. And hit PRs. It <laughs> yeah. hit
0: PRs. It, it's going to be a tough day. My man had the toughest day in the office. You're going to see in a while, man. These lifts were hard. But yeah, you you can. It's just yeah, you got to take it one comp at a time, I guess, right? Is it a when you guys look back now and you see how many people have come and gone, like from 2016? There's been like like Andy, you had a good post where you were like, I want to make some changes here and um, you know be more patient, etc. With other people, a really good introspective post that most people start getting. You know, you get older and you start getting more mature. Um, a, what, when it, what was, what was that post about for you? B, um, you would also mention like people who like, you see like a revolving door, people coming and going in the game. This is a mixture of your post talking about your thousand kilo total as well. And how many people have come and gone and the differences in the powerlifting period in the streams and the size of the sport and whatnot. So what was, what was going through your mind when you're doing this turning three, year, eight years old, just achieved like a massive powerlifting goal.
1: Uh, yeah so it's kind of like it's kind of like a new year's resolution except like my birthday year, so um, I've always been really introspective and like, critic, like really think a lot, but um it it's just listening to the live stream and I didn't really realize how long I've been in this sport until like this meet it really hit me and like how long I've been fighting for this total um and then now that I think about it, it's just like how many people have come and gone (laughs) through this whole time and that i'm still like around one of the few like people don't realize john's been lifting longer than me (laughs) it could be longer than me but i just whatever happened to be old so it's fine but um and i just i think it's just obviously just me ranting and being introspective but it's also like me trying to talk to like other people in this game whether they're beginners or intermediate or veterans or anybody who's struggling like you have to be patient. You can't rush things. And I'm an example of that. And almost an example of like, you can still make progress. You just have to like be able to change and pivot and just be able to, you know, not, not be so set in your ways. And, and like I said, adapt and change things and also realize you're going to struggle. There's going to be injuries and life happens and all that stuff. And even if you do everything perfect, shit can still happen like i could trip over a curb which i do every time every day john knows um whatever but then also you could be like john too but you also could be like john or need to be like john where everything is like a slow progression you do everything right and you just don't rush things because that's not you can't just just because you want it doesn't mean it's going to happen you have to put in the work and on one hand it could take five years to make five PR. it could be like john hack and make a huge, <laughs> huge jump every meet. But either way, like we don't, we every day. John and I just show up and we work out because we love it. Um, and that's that's how that's why you should be in the sport, not to like chase numbers or Instagram, get clout, all that stuff. It, it just you're gonna, you're not gonna last. And like I can't remember, I can I know there's a lot of people that come and go. I can't remember their names. Like someone have to like call them out. But like I said, that's just. I think that's where my post came from, and just, uh, just me ranting.
0: <laughs> it's true though, man. People come and go, and like, of the of the people at the world championships that won the 2016, John, how many of the people that won are still around? God, it's not a lot, man. Uh, Versus Becky didn't win that year. He's still around, kind of, but he's dealt with this shit. I mean, Taylor was there. He didn't win.
1: even like even like uh like yuri he's kind of like been off the radar yeah man you know what i'm saying he's
0: starting to come Uh, back a little bit i noticed yeah but
1: but it's it's, hard it's it's gonna be like 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 dan green like he how he comes back he has these great training cycles and then just something happens Mm -hmm. it's just you you have to be so mentally tough to like just come back from that over and over again and so i think it's a great lesson in life but um like I said, you just this, the sport. I just want people to respect it more. You know what I'm saying? You can't just like wish for it. And then just these people are so unrealistic with things. So I just want like me and John and other people who are at the top who've been there for a while to understand what really goes into it.
0: But you get guys like Larry wheels are young as shit and still got injured and like moved on to other things. And like happens a lot, man. Um, and to keep the fire burning stuff too. Like a Steffi Cohen was still in the prime and moved on from it. You just, I don't know. It's a monotonous pursuit at times. Right. But you guys, when did you guys start training together?
2: 2020. Was it 2020?
1: Yeah. John moved out to California in 2020, like officially. And then, but like before that he would like visit cause he was dating a girl here. Yeah, so like yeah. whenever he visited, we would always hang out together, but or lift together. But as far as like actually becoming training partners, it wasn't until he moved here.
0: Would it be tough if Andy, if Andy quit John? what happens here? Uh-
1: no, it wouldn't be tough because not hey, for John him. Be like, I'm
0: fucking no, because be before, John,
1: before John moved here, he lived it by himself like ninety percent of the time in his own garage or at, at As his before work. Before
0: he met you, before your impact, bro, you can't forget that. Now, yeah, he's not, go to, he's not gonna have someone to.
1: He's not gonna have someone to undo his belt after squatting. Dog, yeah, come I on, I will affect him
0: exactly. <laughs> the very first day you're gone, he'll be like fucking. Guess I gotta unclasp my belt myself. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he'll unclasp the belt, but it'll be, it'll be something. It'll yeah. be a little like God fucking <laughs> Jesus, that hit harder. That was harder than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: It's it's tough, man. These yeah. are little mini eras. And um, I'm older than all you guys, but like you notice in life, you're like, this fucking thing isn't gonna last. Sometimes now you've well, been through it, enough errors in your life, you're like, this is gonna stay. It really forever.
1: isn't because John is planning to move back by the end of this year. <gasps> Yeah. So, but, but starting Dog. next year, starting next year, we should be based on some things going on in our, in the works as far as business, we'll still, we'll be traveling a lot more and, and we'll still be like seeing each other all the time. So okay, I will putting, have a, on a, a permanent, face. I will have a permanent room at his new place when you move. Is to that the, fact? Wisconsin.
0: What's happening here? Is this is this the TV show Friends? Are You moving in? Because I want to, I want to, te- I want to. Your YouTube channel explode if you guys move in and start doing that. But like, John, you leave it. Oh, so you guys not going to see each other as often anymore? What's going on? Are we breaking up? What the fuck's happening here? Oh, hey, the, the band's breaking up. I'm, I'm taking this hard right now, but this is. No, I'm, just, I'm
2: moving back. We're still like, we're still friends, like business partners. We'll still, I feel like communicate most
0: days guys i don't i feel like i got ambushed with this information and i'm not ready for it i needed. i give you
1: i'm giving you the warm-up letting you know ahead of time that's right it's coming
0: john's like i know he's not gonna fucking take this well just fucking like a (laughs) 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 band-aid no mom and dad still love you this shit's still gonna happen yeah (laughs) damn
1: yeah i think we'll just well obviously we won't train with each other like the day-to-day but like if i think if we're in a prep, I I'll, I should be more mobile or we both be more mobile. We can like spend multiple weeks together training. So yeah. it's just John misses home. He doesn't <laughs> want to buy a house in fucking California, which I totally understand because it's ridiculous out here. Yeah. And, you know, things happen.
0: Where are you, where are you originally from again, John? Now I forget. Where's that? Sorry. Wisconsin. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. And um, no kidding man, so you're moving back home. And yeah. it in terms of like your day job and all that, you could still maintain that or
2: uh, so I had a job in Wisconsin and then I moved here and I still had that job, but then when COVID hit, we uh there's another guy already out here and it was kind of like, Well, like we don't like because of COVID, like we don't have enough work for like both of you guys. Mm. So they laid me off, but then They brought me on. They they got me a job with like our partner company. They've been really great to me, but uh, I I enjoyed the previous company more. And uh, randomly, they like text me like, "Hey, uh, we would love to have you come back." (laughs) Like, if that's an option, I was like, "Actually, that works out kind of well." So, do do
0: do any of these people like know like follow powerlifting (laughs) and know what the fuck's going on? Uh,
2: some at my like current company like they they know like what i do and something like that i don't know if they like realized
0: because they treat bad. you with a little more respect can i say something they would treat you with a little more respect if they see uh, your no,
2: less respect where they're like oh hey this thing's heavy like get john over here yeah <laughs> that's
3: true <laughs> so literally, no. literally i had to like
2: put on like a, a manifold and uh the guy i was working with like i it it didn't quite fit so i had to like push like a pipe oh, uh like out of the way and off and he was just like thank God you're here like doing this job. Cause I don't think anyone else in the company. Have they're, that
0: off. they're looking at expenses. They're like, okay, we don't need like half this equipment now. Yeah. I got a fucking guy who could do multiple jobs. <laughs> that, like,
3: that's this. the old job. <laughs> to, like, that's right. Bring them
0: back. You're, that's right. You're costing three people, three forklift people jobs <laughs> and the whole line. Like God damn it. It is what it is. Yeah. You're made with skills. Yeah.
3: You but, you gotta be like, well, oh sure, I'll come back to Wisconsin and work at that job. Just pay me double now.
2: That's right. <laughs> I, I mean, they did give me a raise and uh cost of living in Wisconsin is way less. So oh, I bet it is like a double the in- <laughs> <laughs> like, but, but, like my salary goes way further now.
0: Yeah, I bet. I bet. And um so, and you guys are partners, you guys are our buddies, training partners, and actually business partners as well. So let's talk about all that, fellas. What's going on with this with this business you're running? You've got apps you're running together. I seen.
1: We have two, well, okay. okay. Let's talk. The, the, I'll talk. To, okay, the current one we have is called Proven Strength. Uh, it's an app. We have our we have programs that we've both we've all, we've both designed from beginner, intermediate, advanced. Uh, for the most part, it's a template. Except there is like RPE that the the athlete can. Determine each day, and that'll automatically uh, determine their back down. So there is some level of like self uh, auto regulation. So it's not just perfect, like just straight templates.
2: Yeah, it's like it's uh, it's nice because like it has tracking in the app, and uh, like you can. We have like right now nineteen programs. So it's like beginner, intermediate, advanced. Like written by me, and then also the ones written by Andy, and then like power building. So like. The athlete's gonna kind of pick like which one like fits them best, mm. and then that's like w- once you're like in that, you kind of locked in. You can like change out accessories and stuff like that, or like add and minus sets. But that that's on them. It's not really done by the app.
1: Yeah, and then the biggest advantage is like I think also is that we have a Discord and like people can submit videos, ask us questions. So it's just they're like getting coaching one on one. Oh shit, us, you
0: guys are that. in there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh, we have fuck. a meme page in there. It's a nice I mean, little community. Well, you, yeah. well, first
0: off, you need that. We but, have to. Uh, have yeah, well, what yeah. the hell. But <laughs> that alone, fuck, how much is this a month? 29 dollars yeah. Oh shit. Well, yeah. I mean, for someone to have, first off, like for twenty nine ninety nine, yeah, you're you're gonna get template and then and then you know adjusted after that. It's not gonna be like one on one coaching weekly by John Hack and Andy on like Zoom calls or whatever. That's crazy. The you're talking hundreds of dollars for that. Um, but just to have access to you guys like that when you get that program and then to be like. Can you guys like take a look? At, are people like posting videos in there and stuff like that? Yeah, for video review. Oh,
1: shit. Yeah, man, everything. That's a- video review, just to, or like talk his shit or post PRs or anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, we're we're there's no like limit as think far as RP was <laughs> What's that sorry? Uh,
2: like ask like oh like what what do you think like the RP of the set is? And, yeah
0: yeah yeah well, okay. yeah yeah. Is yeah depth, so it's basically hit
2: it's PR, like suck me off.
0: <laughs> it's, uh, and for 29.99 that's a coach you <laughs> uh, no but like but honestly um fuck man people would for sure pay 29.99 for that access period just to get some like templates going see what you guys do because some people think they work hard and then they get something like this and like okay this is, this could be a different level like for a lot of, for you guys who've been in the game this long, you might be like, yeah, whatever it is, what it is. Give me, you know, it's 30 bucks a month. And you get a, you get this program for some people. They're going to get up. This is like the beginning shit that they open up and like, Oh my God, how many days a week am I squatting and whatnot? And I'm assuming, so does it work when you get this, the app? Um, Is it like a questionnaire that, that steers you towards a particular program or do you just have like a little, can you just. Pick- no,
1: they can like, they can ask in the discord, like, Hey, this is this is me i've lifted however long like which one do you guys think i should do mm. We my, so any questions they have whatever it is we can steer them toward the the right you know right program whatever so like i said it's basically having us as their coach minus like you know one-on-one conversations
2: like group, group coaching I guess. yeah
1: kind of like a group coaching yeah
0: this it's a lot of work yeah. though huh fellas
1: uh i don't know it's just like we just get on there
2: music, so that's pretty nice yeah
1: if they do, time? they get kicked out. No one abuses it. Just oh, we haven't got to kick anybody out yet. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's what we have currently. But we have something even I can't even say the word huger in the works. We can't really talk about it except like one hint is like AI. Oh, that's all I can say. <laughs> so that's it. But as far as details, like it, we should launch in September, so it's coming soon coming real soon yes
0: fuck and this is another wrap then
1: yeah and there's a lot of other big names attached to it so oh, just shit. look out for it um but yeah we'll, we'll maybe we'll get on the podcast you'll be the first to know about it
0: the door is open the yeah. door is open my man so this is a collaboration with some big names and not revealing the big names yet but it's a collaboration with big, big. I mean, you guys already are big names, but even more so with some AI involved and um, some elements of the previous app, like the Discord and all that. How would it? How's it? What's going to happen with that previous app? Run it? Shift people over from that one to this one, like a transition or whatever? Or they're going to both run? Or
1: I think we haven't really. I think it just depends on what you're into. If you're into just like a template, you're cool. If or if you want something like an AI it's whatever you want to transition to. We're not going to like push or steer anybody. We just, this is what uh, we have offer on this side. And then the new thing um, is just, it's different. Like that's all I can say.
0: Okay. Got So they're okay. Now I got You're still going to, you're still going to keep the current one running for people who want that option.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to force them to move over to whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Gotcha, because it is, yeah. Okay, so now I'm starting to picture these are two different experiences you're selling, in two different price points, I'd imagine.
1: Yes, but it's actually a better price point.
2: <laughs> we haven't decided on it yet. <laughs> okay. okay. I, haven't,
1: I haven't turned in my NDA yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I haven't signed on
2: yet.
0: That's right. Well, so we're guys,
1: good. We're safe.
0: You guys work this out. Off the air, I guess, you're <laughs> your, no. your to ask. Let's talk about price points, John. And we start having like a business meeting here. But uh, yeah, all right. So September, man, we'll talk to me. Uh, by all means, um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely help pump that. And uh, let me know. I'm, I'm kind of curious who you guys are going to be working with. Give me one clue, though, tested or untested, or are you going to have possibly a little bit of a mix?
2: A little bit of mix. Oh, shit. I yeah, fucking knew it, it. And
1: maybe not just one sport down the road oh
0: damn it now i'm curious huh well that's the way to go man i heard um hybrids making a killing when they i don't know how they're doing right now but i know initially at least they were um there's a lot of apps and collaborations is probably the best way to go for sure um but uh yeah this is the next big thing do you guys got anything else on the go how's iron Iron rebel doing
1: uh, we're doing good. We're actually oh, we do have something coming out. The reason John can squat eight oh four now is because we have new knee sleeves coming out. I knew it. Yes, I had and, a feeling. And they are they are of the new material that's very popular that people are into, but uh, with our own like design slash like shape, I think it's more more wearable and easier to take off than other sleeves, and it's coming in september also and i think we're gonna blow it out the water so oh shit. very excited about that yeah
0: september is gonna be a big fucking <laughs> month for you fellas huh it, it is just in time for john's uh next competition let
2: me yeah move
0: away <laughs> and then john's like anyways deuce.
2: and then
1: he's like peace <laughs>
0: yeah let me know how everything goes
2: Actually, JK, I'm bringing it with me, so (laughs) we have to pay (laughs) less (laughs) tax in Wisconsin.
0: He's like, don't lose my PayPal, but uh, let me know how this goes. Um, Is this all like around John's next competition or no? It doesn't really matter in terms of that. It's just kind of working out
2: like that coincidentally.
1: It's just coincidentally, yeah.
0: Because I remember Rush. Actually,
2: everything revolves around me in the powerlifting world. (laughs) Yeah. But it, it is good
1: timing. It is good timing because like I don't you guys notice like we're we're actually starting to pump out uh, YouTube content now. And, you know, we're just kind of like fully, fully more, way more invested into like growing these things that we kind of in the past have kind of just been dabbling into um, as far as like content and, and our other businesses. But yeah, the, you'll see more and more from us starting or continuing to blow it up.
0: There's no hype, like just after a competition. Arian, were you on the Russ and Joey podcast? Yeah. So remember, Russ was saying, leading to Raw Nats, um, they had like a, he fucking bought advertisement on the back screen and everything for like his, you know, his brand and the, you know, get better today and the whole nine, like some serious money brought in like a media team, the whole fucking mind. The more, when you get money, you spend money to make the thing bigger, make the brand bigger, right? And then uh, he's a super confident guy. You guys, you guys already know. But he said, like, there was a moment when he's gonna start squatting and the competition's gonna go, he's like, fucking shit, man. Like, I am gonna have like my branding and everything on the billboard, the screen behind me, like all this. If this doesn't go well, and like, he just, and some guys are within like 20 kilo. like he went comfortably, but not like John Hack type shit. He's like, man, this is a lot of, you know, when you like base things around it, around a competition, there's no more hype than right after competition. You guys are experiencing this right now. Everybody's sharing John Hack's performance and Andy's comeback story, chasing a thousand kilo people. Love that shit. If you guys time this, so John competes and then John's recap post is, oh, hey, by the way, that's... The best possible time to do this Fellas like yeah everybody Will repost it and then it's all over The place
1: I think everything Happens for a reason obviously but like when John and I finally decided like do this business together It, it had to be because Also like John uh, Would stop playing RuneScape So he'd have time to do these programs which what is coincid- Coincidentally happened right around Hybrid and he maxed out His account and so like Yeah everything is just Lined up like the stars are in line for this next September meet. So you're right.
0: Dude, it's it's (laughs) marketing one-on-one, man. This is what it'll be at the hottest. So yeah, you might as well make a push on. No pressure on John right now, but uh, (laughs) John's like, well, fuck. Here we go. (laughs) Here here it is. I guess we're going all full send on this one. But uh, whatever. Uh, Arian, do I have that story, right? about Russ and the US Nats. Uh, I
3: believe so. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was, was he launching thing. something? I don't know if he was like launching something, but it was like um previously when USAPE was part of the IPF, they had to enforce the IPF approval list at nationals, and so like there's only limited equipment you can wear. So Russ had to wear you know Titan or SBD or whatever like that. Now when they're not part of the IPF. They open it up so now he can wear his own stuff and promote his own stuff. And then he can also, you know, pay to be a sponsor and have a booth there, sell his stuff and and do all the production. So now you can like have a whole plan around Oh, I'm coming to the Nationals, I'm gonna compete and and promote my brand around it. So maybe that's part of the thing, is like he had all his plan going for that. Um like the strength Like the strength guys, we did a similar thing when USAPL um, the previous years when it was in Daytona is like we paid for live stream sponsorship and on the screen and whatever. And when Taylor put up that 838.5, like it blew up and we were getting like so many people contacting us for coaching because everything just aligned. Like you said, it's like really good timing.
0: Because when it happens and everyone looks past and it's like here, grab the coaching. It's like, oh, fuck, that's the best advertisement you can have. Do you guys, are you guys going to start, is it tough to have like a day job and do all this, John? Are you tempted to be like, man, fuck my day job. I'm going to go all in.
2: Uh, there's certain days where like, like literally today I got blasted with a, a pump that was supposed to be turned off and it wasn't. <laughs> and I was like, so I was literally just like sitting there and like soaking wet. And I'm like, God, what the fuck am I doing? It's, it's- <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, like, you know what? I don't have that much else, like, piloting does not take that much time, and it's it's stuff that I like to do, and I feel like if it became, like, everything I did, like, full-time job, then I would, like, start to dislike it a little bit. I, I don't want that.
3: You, you have to also, like, think about, like, long-term, because you might think, like, oh, let, we'll hop on this app, let's say 200 people sign up, you're like, oh, I'm going to quit my job. But what if it only lasts for a year or two and then people kind of die off? It's like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, think about 20 years exactly. from now, 30 years now. But if you're de- developing these other things, like, hey, you got another app coming, you have, you know, other products coming and th- other other projects, then, yeah, it can be extra side income. Maybe you just work a little bit less and and yeah. focus more on long-term.
2: For sure. And that's, like, a that's part of, like, a, what actually motivated, like, Andy and I to, like, go on with this other group is that uh it is kind of, like, a con- uh, conglomerate. So it's going to, like, we can continue to like bring on like more like fresh faces to be like the the face of this app. Whereas like you know once once we retire, then like you know maybe our our clout stays for like a year or two. But like eventually, people are gonna stop kind of caring about our lifting. And,
0: don't say that, John. Yeah.
1: Don't say don't that. You, don't
0: you dare say that. <laughs> but uh, don't get any old introspective all over again. Here we go here we go yeah. i'm gonna i'm
1: gonna adapt i'm gonna start doing cringe shit, that's right. oh, shit. start dancing and singing are you guys or just on- co-
3: coaching all the masters
1: lifters
0: <laughs> but you're you're right in that like when you surround yourself with a team that's like whatever you get a couple 22 year olds and whatnot and when you slide out a little bit you move into like if you're no longer competing, you're still John hack. You still did. You left your impression and same with you, Wendy, so that when you move into a different role and then these guys and girls are competing, you're still there, right? You could still work on the brand, but that's how you stay relevant, man, is, is sliding into like that. Like look at Khabib with UFC and whatnot. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I always want to start. I i always, I think I'll always be around powerlifting as far as like coaching and handling people and like doing seminars. Like I feel like I want to be like similar to not on the level of Ed Kump, but like Ed, Ed's everywhere, like traveling and being at meets and all that stuff. Like, I think I see myself being quote unquote relevant in that way. just still being around, you know, and talk about when I was your age stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean,
0: it is. You can still pump out content and it doesn't have to be yeah. like your, your latest you know training and whatnot there's exactly. tons you can, people are pivoting man ct fletcher was 55 years old in long done lifting when he blew the fuck up and now people like joe Rogan know who ct fletcher is you know what i mean like it's possible
1: you yeah, you my my pivot will be more into like more educating and coaching versus me as an athlete basically yeah yeah, yeah.
0: how about that john do you ever think about stuff like that or are you like fuck this man i'm still in my 20s what are you guys talking about
2: uh- <laughs> I don't know. I Feel like I don't have the personality to do like the the coaching as much I like educational videos. I'll, I'll kind of like I'm okay with doing like oh this is what like I do, like this is my experience, but
1: John's like just bench 500. I don't know how yeah, hard. Like, it. Just hey, fucking like, do it.
2: It's not that hard. Just fucking press harder. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>.
0: <laughs> Try harder. Try harder, man. It is not hard.
2: Why can I not hit death? Like, go lower.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, these all sound like great, like, TikTok videos you could be making. (laughs) Life hacks. Oh,
0: shit. Nice play on words, too, my man. Damn. You would blow up on TikTok. With your (laughs) your personality, if you call it, like, powerlifting hacks, and it's a play on your last name, and you're giving all these hacks... Fuck me you would fucking that would blow
2: are you you guys are you guys on tiktok
1: a little bit we don't, yeah, we're, I, I
2: have, I don't.
1: we're up off and on we're just it's harder to like keep up. i don't with understand the
2: algorithm like i feel like some of these people that blow up I'm like what why is this i know why it's is this discur- a million likes like i don't
0: know it, it'll discourage you'll see what blows up and be like yeah but i don't want to do
2: that huh <laughs> you'll right. be yeah, like I, i'm just like no i'm not gonna do that i <laughs> I'm like
0: i don't want to do a skin every time like some of them are all right but like like it's not like whatever i'm not i'm not the guy who's like it's all trash
2: some of it's good but like a, like, i feel like it's like a, a thing for especially like powerlifting where it's like the, the enter enter kofi or whoever like it'll be like someone like doing like a, a a decently heavy lift like like say like they're doing like a 500 pound deadlift it's like some kid they'll be like enter like so-and-so and then they're like hitting like a hundred pounds more or, like just repping it was like oh you could like you could blow everyone away i'm like yeah but i feel like a fucking dick for that." <laughs> <laughs> so it's so, like i shit that's some kid for telling 500 pounds like 500 pounds is cool
0: yeah yeah no yeah, john it's a- has
1: John's, john has integrity it's kind of <laughs> stupid <laughs> that's the problem and yeah, that's, the, that's problem. the issue i and- don't so fuck that- <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, <laughs> and that's why you guys need each other for business Okay, you can't be <laughs> too straight laced with this, um, but yeah, no TikTok's difficult, man. But it is like, I don't think Instagram's gonna go away. At somebody's be like, oh, it's gonna be like Facebook. Facebook's so different, man. Instagram's adapting. Instagram's gonna be like YouTube because YouTube's still around now and relevant, and everybody goes to it. At least I hope so.
2: For yeah, so I like enjoying yeah. YouTube more a little bit
0: now. So, you, you like YouTube more?
2: Uh, I'm starting to, yeah.
0: Because of the shorts and stuff like that? You guys popping those up?
2: No, uh, not the shorts. Just like longer videos. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> kind of enjoying like the videography. So.
0: Once you start diving into, start looking at it like that and enjoying the process, it's not a problem. When it's like TikTok and you're like, you're right about the algorithm. First off, I could drop shit on King of Lifts. They'll get like 100 views and I've dropped shit. They like got 5 million. And I'm like, no fucking idea. I put the same lifter doing the deadlift in someone could do like 200,000 views and we do 200. I'm like, what the fuck is the algorithm here?
2: Also, uh, like, I have like a theory that like the people that blow up are like people who like do like a controversial lift, like a really short deadlift because it gets a lot of comments and people like yeah, shit about it. That's or, like, like King of the Lifts. Or like the March or like, something like that. But like my lifts are so goddamn like conventional that That's like the Yeah.
1: There's yeah. no drama. Drama.
0: <laughs> the kids want drama, John the kids want some you got, drama you got you gotta max out
1: sumo sometime strap <laughs> gotta, sumo low bar and,
0: and, and i tell you what squat a little high every now and then get some fucking blood boiling <laughs> squat, I
2: cut really the
0: cut the cut the depth a little bit and people are like well, i don't know i don't i don't want to be that guy but john and all of a sudden boom the comments or cut the depth the bar cut the depth and be like fucking buried that bitch and people be people oh shit that'll get it going and we start moving on the life hacks on on, on tiktok <laughs> powerlifting hacks by john hack but um anyways yeah man if i had fucking time and i was living in wisconsin we'd blow up kid i tell you right now
2: <laughs> i'll <I'd> be- <laughs> so- oh, walk by people in public dude like take like slit, uh, like Sixteen-year-old
0: girls doing TikTok dance, and I'm just like, Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I feel like John. This ain't it, man. You, this isn't it. No, it's tough, man. It's um, it's moved past like the dancing and into like, like so people who do it well. They are like, almost doing skits, though. It's almost like, but it's tough because to do like two or three. Here's what it is: if you're in high school or you like are younger and you're not living full time, got a full time job with real life stresses got your own place and all the shit is stressing you out like after doing all this stuff when you're older you're like i don't have time to write three skits a week like i'm on saturday night live and belt this shit off and come up with funny shit and it's whatever people who do it well are actually like funny or you'll watch be like fuck that was actually pretty funny or that's actually pretty well done people who don't do it well is like 99 of the people right just like you would think and they're not blowing up and it's like fucking how do you make this work man it's it's a it's tough That's why I think high schoolers blow it up.
1: Yeah. They got to (laughs) go.
2: Sorry.
0: No worries. We can wrap it there, man. We're at two fucking hours. But uh, listen, fellas, thank you for coming on. Um, Where do they get this app? App.
2: Provenstrength.app. Programs.app. We tried to get .com, but we couldn't get it. Is it, is it
3: proven strength is it a proven strength.app or provenstre.programs.app
2: uh proven strength.app honestly the easiest is just to go like to oh. our instagram and like okay click out the link tree
0: there it is all right well listen fellas much appreciated um uh, we'll keep a contact and maybe we'll talk again uh when september rolls around and you guys start busting out some news on this new these new business ventures you guys got thank you for coming in fellas until next time peace
1: Peace. Hey, if you want to stay on real quick, okay. without recording. Okay, once. Sec-